I've found that I'm actually more productive when I have a nap. Uh, by trial and error? We're in your office yes. right now. Is yeah. there like a Costanza like mattress underneath one of these desks where you just... No, I sometimes just put my head on the desk. Like it's not, it's not the most comfortable, but it works. This is Totally Obsessed with Dan DeBoo. Talking to interesting people about that interesting thing that interests them. Welcome to another episode of Totally Obsessed with Dan DeBoof. It's me, Dan DeBoof. Uh, this is my podcast where I get a guest in, someone I find interesting uh, in the media or cultural society, and I ask them, what do you find interesting? What are you dying to talk about? What could you happily sit down and talk for half an hour straight about, get into the nuts and bolts of, long story short, what are you obsessed with? This week, my guest is Santilla Chingaipe, who you'd know from TV and radio for SBS. Uh, she also writes for the Saturday paper. You can see Third Culture Kids, which is a documentary she wrote and directed on ABC iView streaming there right now. Um, she said to me, Dan, I want to talk about sleep. <laughs> and I said, okay, <laughs> sure. Um, let's go. Let's talk about sleep. And as this conversation unfolded, it's a fascinating area. This is both a snooze fest and not at the same time. Um, we outline our both of our hot tips about napping and how to fall asleep. We throw a couple of tips at each other. Mine not so well received, but that's cool. Um, deep work, working deep, what society thinks about sleep, and Meghan Markle all crops up inside this week's podcast. If you've ever felt you don't get too much sleep or if you've ever felt guilty about sneaking a nap in the middle of the day, hey, were you doing the right thing and firing your creative juices? Let's find out. This is Santilla Chingaipe. On Instagram, she is at Santigrams. If you want to reach out to her, here she is now, obsessed with sleep. Chingaipe, what are you obsessed with? At the moment, sleep. And is that because you're just getting heaps of it and loving it? No, because I'm not getting enough of it. I wish I could get a lot of it, um, but I'm not getting enough of it. Is this... um, Well, let's first of all quantify how much you are getting and we'll determine if that is indeed enough. When did you go to bed last night? Uh, 12.30 a.m. Mm-hmm. I was up by 5.30. Five hours. Yeah, that's probably just uh, to the left of normal. See? And I set my alarm for like 6.30 because I was like, that seems like a decent time to wake up in the morning, don't you think? Mm. (laughs) I was up at 6.30 this morning to to be here to interview you. (laughs) And I was like, wow, it is so So dark at this time. (laughs) It is night time. Yeah, no, fair enough. I get it. But you know, like I was like, I want to wake up at 6.30 because then I can sleep in on a Monday. Um, But my body just wouldn't let me sleep. So 6.30 is a sleep in. That was a treat. Pretty much. Okay. (laughs) But it didn't even happen. (laughs) Talk to me about your um, ideal uh, 
I guess, sleep schedule? What would the dream look okay, like? Okay, like my dream, like my perfect like sleep sort of scenario would be um, going to bed about 10 and like having like a proper like one hour sort of like wind down. Like I'd love to like be able to like meditate and like have oils and like really delicious tea, like herbal tea. Um, and then maybe like some soothing music or something. And then I'd wake up, so 10, I'd probably be up by like 6.30, 7. Okay. Yeah. That Sounding a bit like, more human. Yeah. And then I would have like a nap in the afternoon. At like two. Oh. Like two like two to two thirty or two to three. Like a siesta. Like, pretty much. Yeah. Cause I've found that I'm actually more productive when I have a nap. Uh, by trial and error. We're in your office yes. right now. Is yeah. there like a Costanza like mattress underneath one of these desks where you just No, I sometimes just put my head on the desk. Like it's not it's not the most comfortable. But it works. Um, okay, so that's like your sleep dream and yeah. then What's getting in the way? I always feel like I'm your therapist okay. right now, like I'm yep. trying to diagnose you. And then we'll go macro and then we'll talk okay. about sleep as a concept. Right? Okay. Um, what's getting in the way? Work is getting yeah. in the way. But are you working till midnight? Well, at the moment, I'm in the process of writing a book. So I start writing a book in a month and it's a history book and that's stressing me out. Oh, that sounds so, incredibly difficult. Yeah. So I like, it's part of the reason why I'm not sleeping because I'll. <laughs> I'll yeah. be dreaming about it. I'm like, oh just my god! <laughs> it would be so much easier. Seriously, that's what everyone does, man. You missed out. Just, just to, just crack out a quick memoir. Seriously, you've got stories, surely. You know, I'm like, why did I do this to myself? Um, so that's really stressing me out. And then um, I, I'm producing on a series at the moment, which isn't isn't too stressful. But once I finish that, yeah. not only am I writing the book, but I'm also um, making a couple of films that have been commissioned um, that are sort of due at the same time as the manuscript. And I'm also uh, in the process of developing like my first feature, like narrative film. Um, and so a little I've, bit busy there. Pretty much. Got and a I've got like crazy deadlines as well, which is annoying. Okay. Is there a light at the end of the tunnel? Uh, March 2020. Wow. <laughs> but of course, by then, there's already going to be stuff filling up. Pretty much. You would have put other things on, like, oh, yeah, my sculpture exhibit's happening. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. But I don't know. Like, I feel like, like, I go through, like, periods where I try to um, allow myself, like, some free time, which is, which does, which does happen. Like, you know, like, it's, like, I, yeah. But at the moment, I don't. It's also that pressure where yeah. you feel guilty giving yourself free time. Like you say you want to spend an hour every night drinking blackberry tea and slowly unwinding. It's <laughs> very delicious. Blackberry. Yeah. Well, I just, I, I clocked you as a blackberry, you know, I was like, oh. But um, like, you know, you have these things, oh, this is what I want to do as I like, you know, slowly ebb off to sleep. But, you know, to be honest, yeah. you'll probably sit there for that hour going, Oh, I should be trying to polish that thing or I should be, you know, sending that email or oh, I should like Google up or, you know, try and get stuff ready for tomorrow. There is mm. this pressure mm. um, to almost optimize your free time. Absolutely. And that's why, that's why it's really, really hard when you work for yourself because, you know, you have yourself to answer to. So if you aren't working, you're not earning. If you're not earning... <laughs> 
you, you can't pay the bills. So it's like you've got, no, you know, like I guess in a, in a, in a, in a, in a in workplace environment, you know, there's an acknowledgement that, you know, in many cases, people might show up some days and they might be more productive than others, just depending on what people are mm. going on, what people have on in their lives and in their personal lives. But that doesn't necessarily translate to when you work for yourself. You kind of always have to be on in many ways because, you know, a day off means a day that you lose yeah. earning income. Like, so it's this, this sort of um, weird imbalance that you don't quite get um, working for yourself, but you do get a lot of freedom as well. So, oh, yeah, so it's not, absolutely. it's not all bad. Yeah. <laughs> I, um, I have no concept of what working in an office nine to five looks like. I mean, I did work again, like similar to you. I hosted a radio show and yeah, your hours were set and you knew when you had to come to work and you had to leave. But like, yeah, it's, it's like, I think I take for granted the amount of freedom that I have right now. Like when a friend messages and they're like, oh yeah, sorry, I have to do this. And I'm like, can you just do it tomorrow and come to the pub? Mm. <laughs> mm. But, um, but even the nap thing, like when I figured out yeah, that that's napping true. Yeah. made me, like it, it's, so when I'm not in production or working on anything, so at the moment, because of this series, I'm in production, so I'm sort of working around someone else's schedule. But when I'm not, and I'm on my own schedule and I've got my own stuff that I have to develop and my own stuff that I can kind of get done. I'll sort of structure my day. I do a lot of work that requires thinking in yeah. the morning. Like that's usually the first thing I'm getting out of the way just because by noon, I really can't think properly. Um, have you um, have read a book called Deep Work by Cal Ooh, Newport? No. So his basic thing is uh, that we do a lot of shallow work. What does shallow work mean? Checking emails, oh, right. <laughs> signing off on things, right. just, you know, updating social media profiles, <laughs> right. all the kind of stuff that literally is not what you actually want to do. Right. But is apparently super important. Whereas deep work yeah. is, um, so for someone like me, yeah. sitting down with just a piece of paper and a pen with a goal and getting there. Right. You know, like... So do you... Are you forcing yourself to do it? Yeah. Or is it... Oh, okay. So it's like... Um, so, so to pick an example, um, recently I, I wrote a musical and yeah. um, like the biggest breakthrough I had mm. in that writing process, like mm. the day when I wrote the first song of it and it all sort of clicked into place in my head was the day my internet was out. Oh, right. Like my internet just wasn't working at home. Right. And I was like, this is a sign. And I just yeah. sat down at my dining table with a piece of paper yep. and I cranked out like, you know, it took me a while. Like I was just listing words and wow. you know, trying to find some link between themes and all sorts of stuff. Wow. And yeah, it clicked. And then I was like, wow, okay, that's mm. a sign. Mm. Um, but yeah, to get to that state, that flow state where you are just kind of focusing in. You have to build a wall around it. Absolutely. But he also says, and this to get back to your point, he's like, think of, um, let's say, learning the violin. Yeah. Right? Would you learn the violin? Would you get up at nine, at 8 a.m., work from 9 all the way through to 5, just no. practicing the violin and then finish? It's no. like, no, you can only really do mm. maximum. Like, and we're talking like the world's smartest, most trained brains can only do maximum four hours of mm, that. Mm. And then it becomes useless. Your Pretty brain much. becomes mush. And I'm sure you've felt it like yeah. when you are writing and when you are like, you hit that wall and I'm sure someone out there would say to you, come on, keep going. Everyone else works eight hours a day, but it's like, mm. mate, I've, I've done what I can do today. 
I think that's and it's four a, hours. I think max. that's a very important point because it goes back to something you were talking about before about how we're still structured in this way of working that isn't necessarily the most productive. You know, just because it worked during the industrial revolution doesn't mm. necessarily mean it's going to work now. And I think that's one of the things that working for myself has really taught me. It's like when am I most productive? Um, so that I can have a situation where in the morning I do all my thinking and all the things that require me to really use my brain to, to, to write. And then by record a podcast, man. Record I'm just podcast, chatting with some dude. You know, <laughs> but, you know but, it, but that helps me think. Because 100%. if we did this towards the end of the day, who oh, knows what I would have been saying? Miss. I mean, <laughs> I could have just been humming the whole time. Um, it was also interesting too, like this idea of like, let's call it like a siesta, like a mm. sort of mid-afternoon nap. We eat lunch, right? Like yeah. we, there's a, it is super accepted by society that we need to refuel mm. in the middle of the day. Mm. There is no one out there who would say lunch provides no benefit and everyone should work straight through. Mm. Maybe some wacko in Silicon Valley, but or like Pete Evans. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Evans. yeah. All I have to do is activate some almonds and my right? day is set. Um, but and no sunscreen. But um, he. Uh, put these wackos aside um no one says well we should also replenish our sleep at the middle yeah, of the day yeah. why not though but the, and this is the thing that I've, i i that's a very interesting and very important question i was thinking about when i was thinking about how did i want to structure my work days and what did i want them to look like i started to think back to my parents and growing up um so i grew up in zambia up until the age of nine and my parents would do this thing where they would go to work, they'd come back around 12.30. So they'd leave like early, like it would be like six in the morning or something just because of traffic and all that sort of stuff. And they'd get back at like 12, 12, 12.30. They'd have lunch at home and then they'd have a half an hour nap and then they'd go back to work and then they'd come back around five. Like it was just this wow. thing. And then I, I remember thinking about it and many years ago when I was still working um, at SBS, I remember talking to one of my friends and she um, is uh, an arts editor in South Africa and she was telling me about her life and how it was structured and blah, blah, blah. And she's like, you know, I take these naps in the afternoon and I'm thinking, like, how do you do it? And she's like, oh, you know, like I found that it like, it really helps and I get to make lunch and I get to do all these sorts of things. And I was like, wow, that sounds like the dream because when I obviously worked for an organization, the thought of like, you know, making oh. my own lunch, yeah. sitting down, like sitting on my balcony, enjoying the sunshine, like just seemed like just this bizarre Indulgence. dream. Yeah, 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 like what the hell? Imagine I'm asking just, your boss. Seriously, like, um, can I have an hour of balcony time? <laughs> <laughs> Are you insane? You know, like, and especially when you're so used to eating your lunch at your desk, like that's kind of especially news because you, you step away from your desk, someone calls you back, and you miss an interview. So it's like you know. Um, it's not that you're being forced to eat at mm. your desk. I should just clarify that point. Um, <laughs> but yeah, when I started working for myself, that was like one of the first things I sort of restructured. Again, when I'm very much in development and I'm not in production on anything, I make sure that um, I make lunch at home. Um, so 12, yeah. it's kind of like tools down. Yeah, and I do the same. Yeah, yeah. And then take a nap. And then, wow. yeah, and then I wake up and then I'll usually do, I'll usually read. When I'm when I wake up in the after from my nap, I'll usually read, and then I'll go to the gym, and then I'll come back and I'll make dinner, and then late in the evening I will then start sort of sifting through 
the bits of reading that will help me think in the morning. So if yeah. I have to, if, if I know I have to write something, I'll, so the, because of, of this book that I'm writing, for example, a lot of my research things I will do before bed. So I'll start going through records, I'll be looking at things and I'll be, so that by the time I wake up in the morning and I have to write. That sounds like a wind books. down. Yeah, well, it's not, it's not the kind of. It's not the one you wind, want. No, like this is like heavy material. Like it'd be nice if it was like. It's not the one that you deserve, but it's the one that you need right pretty now. Pretty much. Yeah. Although I will say I do um, read Meghan Markle's old blog before bed. <laughs> That's your. <laughs> Because one day you'll marry your prince? No, because it relaxes me and I don't have to think. And it gives me that warm, fuzzy feeling that, you know, like, because like I said, a lot of my stuff is very heavy. Like yeah, that's true. You yeah, know, like it's, yeah. it's all heavy. And I do enjoy it, don't get me wrong. But I need, you know, some people have like reality TV, for example, like that's their, their guilty pleasure in mm-hmm. many ways. And mine just happens to be Meghan Markle. So. Can you just give me a quick description of what her old blog is? The Tig. The what, sorry? <laughs> it was called The Tig. T-I-G? Yeah, it was apparently this this wine that she, yeah, Tignanello or something. Wow. I, I'm sounding like a crazed fan. That's I think great. I'm just going to Maybe stop. your topic should have been <laughs> Meghan Markle. Right? Oh my goodness. Um... But yeah, like it's 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 really hard to find this old blog. You have to sort of go through like this way back machine on the internet yes, that sort of yes. you know clocks the internet archive. Pretty yeah. much, she's tried to delete it, but you but found you it. know I found it. <laughs> the queen uh, was like, you have to get rid of that. But yeah, so that's kind of what I do. Wow, I know. Um, back to nap. Um, <laughs> I try so. Yeah, the other day I kind of I read this thing about you know um, different creative people and their tips for creativity. Mm. Um, I'm always in, in search of the edge. Yeah, always want to put, get a bit of edge on the competition. And um, <laughs> one of them said, "Take a nap." And I had not got enough sleep the night before, and I'd done a bit of work during the day, and I was like, "Okay, I'm going to do it. Mm. I'm going to have a nap." Was it life changing? It was great. It was yeah. really good. But how I long just, did you nap for? Probably like. It was an hour and a half, but I was probably uh, took me about forty-five minutes actually. Uh, fall asleep. Zonk down, yeah. Because yeah. sometimes you don't want to overdo it with a nap. Because if, yeah, if you, if you, because it turns into a sleep. Pretty much, yeah. and then that, and then it just you feel like you're robbed because when you wake up, you're just kind of like, Ugh, oh can, yeah, that's what I'm scared you know. of. Because mm. it's like high risk, high reward. Because if you have the nap, an hour and you cross is over. essentially what you want. Yeah. You. half an hour is great, but an hour, I reckon, gives you the benefits of being able to relax and this is from your like just purely trial and error error. okay one tip that i embraced Mm. is and i I don't know if you've heard this or if you want to get like if you've got an opinion on this Mm. but is you drink a full coffee before your nap no well this is okay i'm gonna tell you about is that supposed like i'm just the science behind caffeine is is it doesn't caffeine isn't it supposed to keep you awake no 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 but it doesn't act instantly does it so what you do is you, you drink your coffee, then you get in bed, you put your sleep mask on. That's what I do anyway. So is this a, you, so hang on, is this a nap or is this like actual sleep? It's a nap. So you actually go into bed for your nap? Where the hell are you napping? On the couch. No, really? Yes, because oh. if, if you nap in bed, you are not waking up. You, well, the you, things you learn. Because I, because I feel like if you if you're in bed, you're your, like, your body oh. is like is like ready to be in bed. Like you just you you you're not gonna. 
I wouldn't be able to wake up if I was in bed. Like, All right. I, but that's why I need the coffee. <laughs> makes sense. Because that, yeah. And you put the eye masks on as well? Yeah, oh, I do. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. This is like... Treat a- yourself. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Luck snap. Um, so sleep mask on. And then you, as you fall asleep, if you imagine like on the one, the graph on the, the line on the graph is going down, which yeah. is your sort of um, awakeness. Yeah. But the other line on the graph is going up. Right. And that's your caffeine level. So what happens is the caffeine pulls you out of the nap and you wake up like you've just had a coffee. Yeah, that doesn't sound good. It's, it's great. It sounds like a shock to the body. <laughs> and I don't necessarily know if I want to shock my body in that way. All right. Well, then you, if, uh, oh, oh, wise nap expert, <laughs> please, please tell me. Take me through. What should I be doing? Um, I would lunch. You definitely want a decent, like a, like a nutritious lunch. Yeah. Um, but you don't want to, you don't want to, you don't want to, you don't want to have food that sort of gives you the itis. Like you don't want anything that like the, the itis, like, you know what itis is? I know. So, you know, when you eat certain kinds of food, like a big bowl of pasta, for example, and then you start feeling like really sluggish and like, um, just, isn't that what you want to put you to sleep? Uh, kind of, but then I don't know. Like, I feel like unless you want to. Sleep, sleep for a yeah, long okay. time but yeah. if you if you intend on getting up and doing things um and i don't know about you but i just it just it just slows me down like it would just slow me down yeah 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 so you, you kind of want something that's sort of like on the lighter end of like nutritious. not necessarily like you could do like um i do courtesy of megan markle um <laughs> <laughs> i do these i do these nori rolls like i sort of like make these like nori rolls without without the rice and i just fill it with like veggies and like tuna and like all this delicious stuff or so it's like, like a, a salad but it's wrapped in seaweed it is not a salad wrap. Hey, I'm not being way. combative here. I'm just saying, <laughs> Megan Markle hasn't. She, all she's done is like reinvent the wheel here. <laughs> anyway, it is. It works. Or like a really hearty soup. Or like, um, yeah, like or or even just like if I like if you know if you just have like fish with like veg or chicken mm-hmm. with veg or something like that. Like I feel like if you add too many carbs it does something to you because because from my limited understanding of uh the way biology works when your blood glucose levels shoot up really fast you get tired quite quickly and that causes that itis feeling essentially whereas what you want is you want food that slowly releases uh or whatever with your blood glucose levels so it doesn't make it peak quite quickly um, and you want that slow release just so that, you know, your energy isn't um, shooting up. It's kind of like with kids when they have sugar and they get that sugar high in many ways. Yeah, all right. So that kind of happens with certain foods and you have to like um, be mindful of whatever. But I find that if you can find that balance quite well, something that's not going to trigger your blood glucose levels to rise very quickly, it means that, that slow release allows you to sort of descend nicely into like all right this peaceful little slumber and so by the time you wake up you're still kind of like feeling like you're not worn out whereas sometimes certain foods can make you feel that way yeah, that you okay. actually need like a full sleep thing to actually just get over it um and then what about let's say you've you've done your sleep meal you've had your megan michael nori roll <laughs> you are on your sofa not your bed yeah everything right yeah and you can't 
fall asleep or at night if you can't fall asleep have you got a hack for that Mm. if i can't fall asleep because i set my alarm so i put my phone in flight mode and then i set my alarm phone in the bedroom or phone in a different room Oh, my phone's usually next to me. Like it's still, it's still near me. When at night, I never have my phone in my room. Like yeah. I don't, I don't look at the phone. Um, but when I'm in the living room That's true, and on the yeah. couch, it's usually with me. I should ask, do you live alone? I do. Okay, see now, share house. Yeah. <laughs> Bit presumptuous to just that, sleep yeah, on the couch. That's true. That is true. And you would have people sort of interfering with your sleep, <laughs> yeah. even if you had the best of intentions. Um, but yeah, I'm pretty fortunate that I don't have any other interruptions, but yeah, I'll put my phone in flight mode and then I'll set my alarm. And if I'm working on something incredibly stressful, it'll be really hard for me to take, to fall asleep, Mm. but I'll still set my alarm and I'll just close my eyes and I'll wake up when you'll be like, Whoa, it happened accidentally. No, like sometimes I won't even fall asleep. I'll just be forcing myself trying to fall asleep. I'll be like counting sheep or whatever. And it's not going to work. But I'll still get up after. Essentially, it's just like a way of like training your body to know when it needs to just mm. rest. Um, and sometimes you will be able to fall asleep, and other times you might not necessarily. But you still get some benefit from just allowing yourself to just slow down. Because um, I find like when I'm when I'm thinking a lot, it's very hard for me to quieten myself down. I I use it. Uh, I think it might be an Oprah trick. I'm Ooh. not sure. I read it somewhere on, on the internet, and I feel like it was an like Oprah's sleep method. But maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> maybe it's not. Maybe I just wish it was Oprah's method. But um, you uh, let me remember it. You breathe in, Ooh. and you count to in your head. Obviously not out loud. You count to, you know. Four, I think. I think it's four, six, six. But you breathe in, one, two, three, four. Then you hold it, one, two, three, four, five, six. And then you release, one, two, three, four, five, six. Or exhale, oh, one, two, right. three, five, six. And you just keep doing that. And when your when your eyes are closed, or are you doing yeah. this before you? No, when you're in bed or right. on couch, eye mask. Right. On. <laughs> and okay. um, I, I just find it's weird, mm-hmm. but. If I, I very rarely have um, insomnia, mm. I fall asleep really quickly. Even things like aeroplanes and stuff. Mm. It's one of the but many great things stay, about me. <laughs> can you stay sleeping? Because that's usually that's where I find I struggle. Like I can fall asleep quite easily, but staying like in deep sleep is very hard. Yeah. Like I find that sometimes I'll just wake up. Yeah. Sometimes. Other times just wake up again oh, the wow. next morning but sometimes it's like in and out right i don't know yeah but i find that if i do that counting thing yeah it just works almost accidentally like sometimes i go oh this isn't working and that's like the last thought i remember before i wake up so what is it it's like breathe in four hold six breathe out six just over and over so hang on wait wait wait. we'll do it now we'll do it now okay. right breathe, breathe in. in yep one no, no, you breathe in as you count. So you go, oh, so okay. breathe in as you count. It's hard to do. I'm like, I'm holding my breath. And I'll like, count, okay. you breathe. Okay. All right? So breathe All in. Right. One, two, three, four. Hold. Two, three, four, five, six. Release. Two, three, four, five, That's six. That's actually quite relaxing. It's kind of cool. I like it. I like also the idea of just 
having like normally you breathe in, breathe out, breathe in, breathe out. Yeah. Having that middle moment where yeah. you just kind of it's almost like you're in limbo. I don't know. It's it's interesting. It's like your body's like it's almost like you know wine tasting. How you like savor the wine mm. in your mouth. You're savoring the oxygen. <laughs> savoring the oxygen i don't know it's like um yoga you know mm, maybe it is um because yeah. you know when you do yoga if you have a really good instructor um breathing is a big part of it mm. like you know and having and ensuring that you're breathing and um deep breathing helps helps you relax and helps your muscles just relax a little bit more and you can kind of connect with your body a little bit more so there's something to be said about breathing don't well, look, Oprah's science. apparently a fan. <laughs> Meghan Markle, like, jury's out. Yeah. <laughs> Oprah's like, just, she knows everything. So mm. who are we to doubt her? Um, like, I feel like culturally, we're living at a time, part of that could be social media because it sort of um, has this performative element to it as in, you know, unless you're doing things, are you really living your life? And if you're not filling your hours with things, then mm. does that make a productive, meaningful life? And I think for a long time, I used to function like that. I used to be the kind of person that bought into the, yeah. you know, no sleep, you know, I'll sleep and I'm dead situation. Or like those billboards <laughs> where it's all like, um, like, was it Uber? It might have been Uber or someone, but they had literally an advertising campaign where it was like, literally like, you only get four hours sleep because you work so hard. Good on yeah. you. I just, I find... And now I'm sort of completely against all of that mm. um, because I found that when I was burning out a lot, um, it was affecting my mental health um, in many ways. And I and I just and I got to a point where I was like, as much as I love what I do, I really, really do. I enjoy what I do, but I never want to feel enslaved to my work. Mm. I never want to feel that my life is just about my work. And I do want to be able to sort of feel the sun on my skin, you know, not just be locked into an office and not seeing daylight at mm-hmm. any point because you're in before the sun rises and you you know you you leave after the sunset. And I was like, I don't I don't want to be living like that. And all I have are um, these accolades or whatever. I, I actually want to ensure that I can I can I can I can be able to go for a walk um, in the afternoon if I want to. Um, but how do you structure your days? How do you and again, it was a trial and error thing where I had to figure out when I'm most productive. And I found that early mornings for me, I can four hours, the four hours after I wake up are probably the most productive I'll yeah. ever be. And they make or break, so like they set Pretty the time. Much. And, I'm, and I'm very strict about that. Like yeah. usually you will not be able to catch me in those hours when I'm, when I'm working. But then the rest of the day, I tend to be a little bit more flexible. And I do like to take time out to just be in tune with my body um be able to sort of just enjoy the little things in life like it's such a cliche about how you know we're not you know we're very we're all transiting through through this planet and we're not here for a long time and I don't want you know if it's true that you do get those seconds before you die where you get you know your life flashes back before you I don't just want to you know (laughs) (laughs) that flashback to be filled with like you know me just working yeah um, I wanted to be filled with like moments where I did watch the sunrise and moments when I was making my nori rolls or like moments <laughs> when I was reading um, Megan Markle's you know, blog. Like I want to know that I, you know, did my best to try and live a life that had some balance. And I'm also very conscious of the fact that it's I'm not always going to get it right. You know, like some weeks will be better than others, depending on what's going on in my life and depending on um, 
yeah, all those sorts of things. But when I do have some level of control or when I do get a, a say in what that structure looks like, I want to be able to find that balance. Um, and like I said, I think for the, for the most part, if not just for, you know for um, having a more fulfilling life, but also for my mental health, because mm. I think that we 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 really aren't quite at a point where we really understand how much workplaces and workplace environments impact our mental well-being. Yeah, hundred percent. You know, and workplaces aren't necessarily. I think there's some that are starting to think about how do they look after their employees in that sense. Um, but we're not quite there yet. And I'm kind of like, like I said, I'm like, if I'm in a position where I'm at the moment fortunate, where I can structure that in my own way, um, I want to be able to kind of go, yeah, if I want to take a nap, I can take a nap and that's fine. And you don't, and it took a long time to work through the guilt because the guilt was definitely there. Cause I was like, that's I so could be, true, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. Cause I'll be like, I could be doing this within this hour. Who am I to have to a nap? To have a nap. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, like, but then I had to kind of work through it and kind of go, actually, I have been able, I look back on my week and I go, I've been able to do this, 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 and this. And it really is about quantity over, it's a quality over quantity. <laughs> I always, I always get Stay on confused. message. <laughs> Quality over quantity, you know, like that's what it is. So it's not just about pumping shit out. It's yeah. about um, doing the best that you can. And sometimes it might just be the one thing that you do really, really well. And that's okay. Yeah. Um, and that should be okay. Although it's it's very difficult with, with, with the social media and everything to like, do one thing well yeah. um, and stick with it. because Especially you know, if it's not a glamorous thing exactly. that you can Instagram every day. Exactly. And mm. the reality of it is, is most, most things are not glamorous. I mean, 95%, and that's just me just throwing a random <laughs> figure yeah. out there. But whatever <laughs> that probably statistic works out. is. I don't know. You drinking Nescafe Blend 43 hey, here in your windowless don't office. don't knock <laughs> it. Don't knock it. It's amazing. It's like a warm blanket it just it just comforts me all right Santilla thanks for coming on the show thanks for having me all right awesome yay totally obsessed with Dan DeBooth is pretty much made entirely by me Dan DeBooth except for the music which is by Caleb Garfinkel and the artwork which is by David Ferrier and Joe Kutry.